Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 54th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is brought to you by Meeples and Milkshakes. Visit them in-store at 130 Westminster Avenue West, Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Yeah, so we are doing our first episode of 2023. <laughs> it only um, took so, us a couple weeks yeah, to get so there. Happy New Year to anyone that's listening yeah, to this. Happy New Year! Um, we, yeah, we've had a bit of a, a gong show to the start of, uh, 2023 with Anna Marie being oh, sick for I had, there was like two weeks. It was a comedy of errors. Mm-hmm. I had strep throat, so couldn't swallow, hard to talk. <laughs> swallow, talk, certainly not record any podcasts. Yeah. Couldn't it, play games. Oh gosh, it was, it was awful. just laying on the couch for two weeks. And it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was rough. And then we've had uh, hockey tournaments and stuff since then and um it's been a, yeah, it's been a gong show <laughs> to say the least. I'm feeling better. Yes. So no, ready no, to get in, back at it. <laughs> we're in good shape here now. And we want to kick off our 2023 with our top 10 game lists of 2022. Yeah. yeah. I love top 10 lists. Me too. I am finding though that every time we do one, I'm like, yeah, let's do a top 10. And then I'm like, this is too hard. It's so difficult. Every this time. This was really difficult. This was very difficult. Because this was our one. first full year. Like, yeah. 2022 was our first full year of, of Podcast. recording podcasts yeah. and doing this whole thing and reviewing games like full time. Yeah. Um, or some, you know, full time for us anyway. And <laughs> it's like, we played a lot of games this year in 2022. And. Yeah, this is going to be difficult. So this this list, uh, our games aren't necessarily going to be 2022 specific because as Multiple everyone's reasons. aware, we're up here in Canada and we are always at the tail end of getting yes. the games that everyone else is getting everywhere else. So we're always behind. Like a couple of games on my list are 2021 games that we didn't get until like march april of, of 2022. 2022 oh for sure i yeah. have games on my list as well that that are 2021 technically yeah. 2021 games but we didn't get them until 2022 yes. so and not like we didn't pick them up from the store in no, 2022 no, they like they months. weren't available <laughs> yes until then they or they did available yeah. and we got them when we could get them yeah so we include that's the way we are always going to do things is kind of include things that we get in a calendar year and that being said, there are a lot of good games from 2022 that aren't going to be on our lists because we didn't get them until now. Yes. Like we've had a few games come in right now in January. That are 2022 that are games. 2022 games that would, I'm going to guess, judging by what I'm looking at, that yes. they would probably be on one or, or both our lists. Yeah. Uh, but, well, we're going to be using those in our 2023 yeah. lists this time next year, I imagine. <laughs> um, and I am going to preface... Uh, this thing, uh, this list by one thing that we do have a game on the table right now that was, I think it was my number one anticipated game of 2022. I think it was mine also. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe both of ours. And that's the Jurassic World Legacy of Isla Nublar game from Funko Games. And this game I have not put on my list for this year because we are. We haven't completed it, game. and it's and this is one where I think we need to play the full. Yeah, and thing. it's a yeah. big. I didn't either. It's a big legacy, full blown legacy style game that we're slowly munching our way through, and yeah, I would wager that this game will probably be on my list if uh, we played the whole thing because it is uh, a lot of fun so mm-hmm. far, and it's uh, crazy difficult at times, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool, and also a few games um, that we actually did get this year 
earlier on that we never got to play and one that's yes. bothered me to this day <laughs> like yes really bothered me is and crescent have, moon we have tried so many times yes we've tried so many times to play crescent moon from osprey games and i know i'm gonna love that game because yeah. it's right up my alley for sure the whole asymmetrical uh separate different objectives going yes. on and working yeah. and trying to barter with each other and work against each other and use each other you know those <laughs> yeah. various things and it just never panned out that we could get the right crew together to make that work because you also need a minimum of four players yes. to play that game and so which is usually not difficult for us but we were always we were trying to um line up with certain people around here that had played it before so that I, we didn't have to learn it so we were playing other things and learning other things yeah. and trying to line that up and, and it, it just, just didn't, didn't happen, happen. <laughs> but i just want to say to osprey games i know that crescent moon would be on my top 10 list um and i just we just didn't get to play it so yeah. i don't know exactly how the game works but it looks awesome and we are going to play it this year yes and we will review it but so that will be that's my uh, my number eleven currently is Crescent Moon <laughs> because that's not fair. That game should have been played ages ago. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. It's uh, it's it would be the amount of times that we to not mention it. The amount of times we took it off the shelf and put it on so the table, getting it ready to play, and then it just we brought we had it to places, put it away. Like and... It was constantly in yes. my backpack, taking it like, <laughs> oh, surely we'll get an opportunity this weekend at this this event to play it or whatever, and it just didn't work. Yeah. So Crescent Moon would be. But it isn't because we haven't played it, and it's it's a shame. So, but yes, good on you, Osprey Games, because I really, really, really want to play that. So, um, that being said, I guess we can kick this off. We're not going to do anything else in this episode. We just want to get straight to our top yeah. ten list. So we're going to do um, ten through five here to our ten through six here to begin with. Um, so, do you want to kick it off with your number sure. ten, Emery? I will. Um, What's but, your number 10 best game of 2022? I, I will kick this off with my number 12 because oh. I couldn't pare it down to 10. Well, that's fair because I listed Jurassic World Legacy, yeah. Mizzle Nublar, and Crescent Moon. Yes. So those are kind of 12 <laughs> and 11 for me. And and honestly, this year, like we've said, is such has or 2022 has been such a good game or year for games that this was a very hard list. And very. I found this one also very hard to order. Very. So I'm to be. I'm going to be full disclosure. I'm going to be ordering as you go. Ordering this <laughs> as I go. So I'm yeah. not even sure what I'm leaving as my number one. I'm down to two for my number one. So I'll, I'll also preface mine by saying, yeah, I've ordered these, but they're all fantastic. They are. Oh, let's let's just guess. Okay. Let's throw it out there. How many crossovers do you think we have? Oh mercy! Let me look here. I'm going to bet one, two, three, four. Oh, I want to say five. I was going to say four. So you want to go with five? I'm going to go with four. I always overestimate, but I know we liked a lot of the same games I know. this year. Yeah, it was four or five. It does okay. sound right. I mean, that's kind of boring, but it. Like, I hope that's not, <laughs> like, I hope it's widely different. Me too. I feel like we might, like, surprise each other. Maybe. But... Uh, Maybe we'll see. I can't imagine. But I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we have four or five. Yes. Same. So what's your number ten? Okay, my number or twelve. Your number twelve. <laughs> Let's go there. I'll do the three together. Sure. Go ahead. So, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay. So my number twelve is a technically twenty twenty one game. Right. Um, but we didn't get it until twenty twenty two, and mm -hmm. that was from Blue Cocker Games, and that is Welcome to the Moon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That <laughs> game, amazing. Like having, just. Like eight games in one and eight different 
um, rolling right, but they were like they weren't rolling right. It was the it's uh, that genre, right? Yeah, whatever, you want to call whatever it, it is. Yeah. But it's so good. I it is. love that game. It's my favorite whatever and right type that of is. game that's out there. Yeah, because I had that in my top ten until about ten minutes ago, <laughs> and I, I sadly had to bump it out for something else that I'd forgotten about. Because I'm generally not a big flip and right, roll and right type player, but that mm-hmm. game I loved. Yeah. That game. And so you're bang on. Yeah, yeah. I fully agree. And then this one, again, like I couldn't I couldn't not have this on here because I absolutely loved this game. And it's one of that I think it was on my most anticipated games mm-hmm. as well, my list. And this is from Underdog Games. And this is an actual 2022, and that is Trekking Through History. Mm-hmm. I love that game. I think it's amazing for, um, like, I think it'd be a great game in classrooms. Yep, absolutely. It's a very good educational, like, tool, potentially. Yeah, it could be a yeah. very cool tool. And it's good for younger kids. It's good for, like, young, middle, high school age, mm-hmm. like, just for the the history value alone and the the uh you, you get so many you get one fact about this or this like yeah, little clips like Genghis Khan would be a and it kind of gives you a little blurb about him yeah about what he did and where and why yeah and, and so like if you're playing this game you're like oh that's interesting you can totally go and learn about mm-hmm. it just kind of gives you oh I had no idea about this at all yeah and every single card you you take has some is a different sort of, moment like, in history, history lesson yeah and it's on the back so it's not even like right in your face so if you don't even care it doesn't matter it's not cluttering up the card you'd have to flip the card over to learn about it which we found ourselves every time we took a card you'd be like oh uh the war of whatever and you'd flip it over and you're like "Hmm, yeah interesting you sit there reading it for 10 or 15 seconds and then you'd learn something right then and there so interesting yeah Yeah, that's very cool so trekking through history love it and um okay now my number 10 so official number 10 Official number 10. <laughs> this comes to us from Devere, mm-hmm. and that is Batoku. <laughs> yes. Batoku's great. Oh, my gosh. It's this big, beautiful board. Mm-hmm. Artwork is gorgeous, and it's it looks like it's going to be a beast. Oh, it's an intimidating but looking it's, game. It's an intimidating sure. looking game, but it's not that difficult to play once you figure it out. It's it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it is much more straightforward than it looks. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's just fantastic. And so you're like yeah, wicked components, dice placement. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's, it's dice, got a whole bunch yeah, of different little com, you know things going on that tons of things like yeah. the uh, the little uh, the pilgrim track at yeah. the top. The, those are one of my favorite. The pilgrim uh, little meeples, the little egg. One yeah. egg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people are like one of my favorite components in any game. They're super ever. cool because you flip them over and they're asleep, and you flip them over and they're, and they're awake. awake. And, yeah, uh, they're really great. Yeah, but I yeah. love that. There's that, and there's there's tracks out the wazoo. You're you're making your... you have to go across a river to yeah. get to another one. Like, and it, yeah, it's so great. You're making little um like how like buildings, and yeah, you're, you're, making, you're yeah you're getting little spirits, and, and yeah, you're dealing with all the spirits. You're trying to become the great spirit of yeah of, uh, the the forest or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, you you have to pay attention to about six or seven different things, and but it's still not that complicated. No, I, I really did like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's it yeah, it's great. So year has been putting out some. They really have good games. been, mm-hmm. and I am loving them. Yep. More and more and more with each game I play of theirs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
my 12, 11, and 10, Welcome to the Moon, Trekking Through History, and Patoku. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now on to reality. Okay, Your so number my 10. number 10 then. This is a... T- okay, we're going to start here at number 10. This is a game that I uh, kind of missed the boat on, didn't really realize was was coming, and um, it was a big Kickstarter that I was kind of oblivious to, and then it, I was told by the people at meatballs.ca that they were getting in a copy of this game, and was I interested, and so I was like, oh, uh, yeah, because I'd not long prior to that, I'd watched a video on it and got excited about it and realized that it was just, uh, there's no way I'm going to get It's already done. Yeah. And then they asked, like, we're going to have a copy or two coming. Do you want one of them? And I said, oh, for sure. And that game is Foundations of Rome. Oh, yes. And that one's from Arcane <laughs> Wonders. And this is a huge game. Yeah. Um, And it's a big city builder with big, like, in your face. You build, like. building pieces that yes. you actually physically build out a city in front of you yes with gigantic they're probably i don't know some of them are two or three inches tall and they're all big shapes and sizes and you're 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 placing these buildings out onto your board and you're you're covering up spaces to give yourself bonuses you have to draft the cards that have the coordinates for the squares on the grid (laughs) to place them so Mm. i'm i'm collecting coordinates you're collecting coordinates and then i'm trying to get the ones that i need and you're trying to swipe them from me or like do i swipe it from you or do i get the one that i really need yeah you're constantly looking at each other's board to try and like lessen their well you're building on the same board and so you're no, just like you're looking at each other cards like oh yeah you're yeah, bored like, of like cards yeah but but then each card costs a different amount too so you're like i really want that but i don't have enough money right so do i get money this turn and get a card next turn and yeah and you're trying to like oh and if i put that there then they can't put that there and that'll screw yeah. them over if i place that there because i know they're going to try and do yeah to get x amount of points by putting these two buildings together yeah and oh. you're just yeah you're placing and you build this huge city so fun and it, it's a lot of fun and it's and it's quick and very simple yeah that's um, another one that looked like it was by the size of the box looks like it was going to be a beast and it said on yeah. the box that's the first game where it said play time 60 minutes and i was like baloney right? that is not going to be 60 minutes and it and is it was <laughs> and it, it they was, nailed yeah. the timing on that and it was really good at two player yeah, very good yeah. i really liked it at two we played it with three or three and four yep. as well and i i just really enjoyed the back and forth two player version me too of that. so that game really um surprised me in that it was quick and easy and the the trays that come in it everything's like yeah. easy to put back in the box and before you know it you can have this thing set up and put away like it's yeah. really easy since we missed the kickstarter we got to try to get that I think fifth player expansion or like yeah the, we get missing the, a few things fill up we got, fill up our box yeah we got the retail <laughs> version of it but it's it's still very it's very fantastic good. so yeah foundations of Rome from Arcane Wonders that would be my number ten nice all right my number nine comes from Capstone Games or Führerspiel mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is a technically 2021 game but we didn't get it um, and that is Arc Nova. Oh, yes. Arc Nova. Yep. Arc Nova. I'm sure you guys have all heard about it if you haven't all played it. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome game. The, the action selection slash strength, like that whole mechanism where you've got your five actions. I believe it's five in your um, you use one and let's say it was in the third slot. You have a power of three. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it's then, been a while. You're just jogging my memory here. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, if yeah, you yeah. if you choose like Depending this other on where one, you put your card. If it's right. in the fifth slot, you have a power of five. If you choose it in your first slot, it's got a power of one. So right. you have to decide if you're going to hold on to that. But then you might again miss out on a card if somebody else has taken it. Mm-hmm. And so it's that was such. And then once you use it. It goes to the bottom and, and moves the other ones up. Yes, and yes, so yes. it's uh, not bottom. It goes to the the number one slot. It goes like, to the leftmost sp- uh, spot. Yeah, yeah and, and so everything over. It, it's right. so cool. I loved that mechanism so much. It is good. I, even though we've played this one quite a bit, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to get the card, um, drawing more cards to mm-hmm. get the game going quicker because I know I'm taking too long and I'm. I know that I'm focusing yeah. focusing in on like a, a strategy when I need to just be extremely fluid with it, but it, I still I want to come back mm. to it a lot like because it's just it's so fun. It is very good. Um, there was a I had a few issues with it, but and I also I, I think I also preferred that one at two player. I really enjoyed I, our two yeah, player I, game versus I think we played three and four with it as well, and I yeah. still preferred two with that. Over the three and four. And I think every time we played with three or four, I got absolutely hammered <laughs> into the ground where I was like, I, I did nothing. Whereas if it was the two player, the two player felt we like were really back even, and forth. Yeah. And it was kind of like one of us is going to win by a few points yeah. kind of thing. And I really liked that. And I think that's part of why I, I'm really just still intrigued with it is because I still haven't figured it out. I still no, haven't been a while. figured we'll it to, out. I'll have to revisit that one. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah my, my number nine is Ark Nova. Right on. I'm going to go to, um, I'm going to go over here for my number nine. Uh, this one is not the biggest game on my <laughs> list for number nine, but it is certainly the heaviest game Ooh. on my list for what number nine. This one? And this was our very first Vital Lacerda game. And that's Ooh, Weather Machine yeah. for Eagle Griffin Games. <laughs> <clears throat> we backed this game as our first Lacerda game. That's right. And... It didn't disappoint. Mm. Yeah, I really liked it. It was definitely not nearly as complicated as many of uh, other Lacerda games. And it had a cool theme to it. Mm-hmm. It had awesome components. I understood what it was doing because I was tasked with learning it. Which and... you did an amazing job with. I will <laughs> say you. that. Considering like you, I'm not a heavy gamer. You made that um, teach and very yeah, and well, I was very responsible easy. for teaching. And so I had to learn this game inside and out and... Overall, I think I did, and yeah. I, I and I understood it, and I, I knew what we needed to do, and I was able to explain it and teach it, and we all got to play it, and I enjoyed it, too. I understood yeah, what I needed to do versus usually I get lost in his games, and I'll be two or three steps behind, whereas this one I felt like I was right Nothing there. like Kanban, I mean. Oh, goodness, Kanban. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played it, but I just know how your that experience That game and me do not mix. That <laughs> game... And me do not mix. But Weather Machine, different Weather Machine, story. I definitely really enjoyed. Um, I was competitive in it, and that's all I really want ever to be. Yeah. It's just to be kind of involved, especially in a heavy Euro yeah. like that. And the theme just was super cool, and they had the little robot mechs moving around the board, and it was, it was very simple. Very... There was only like four places you could go to on a yeah. turn. Like, it wasn't it wasn't difficult. It no. was very big and busy, yeah. like Botoku. I think, and again, the artwork was busy, and I think that... Yeah, and that... that O'Toole... Uh, yeah artwork, very good really great yeah but yeah it was like I, it was exactly what i hoped for yeah i was hoping i was like maybe this is one of them that i can enjoy yeah dig <laughs> your teeth into and get it yeah and, and i like, can get it and do it yeah. and play it and be competitive and and enjoy it from front to back and i did we played it three or four times in a short amount of time i really liked it yeah so that would be my number nine 
easily the heaviest game on my list for uh, 2022. Uh, yeah, Weather Machine. Nice. Good pick. Thanks. All right. My number eight. Again, this is one we didn't get until 2022. But even still, I think this came out later in the year in 2021. So it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, this one comes from Distant Rabbit Games. And that is Mantis Falls. Mm-hmm. So neat. One of the only games that's two or three players max. Yep. <laughs> and such a strange oh, thing going on with Mantis Falls. May like or a, may not be a hidden traitor. Yeah. Everything about the game seems <laughs> like it won't work. Yeah. And then it totally does. Oh, yeah. You can play this as a hidden traitor game with two people. Yes. And, and it's like, what? You may or may this not have one. This isn't going to be any good. And then it's like, well, it's so good. Yeah. And like they do it. It's so clever how they've worked. Like, they're cards. The cards that you play yep. make it so that that two-player hidden trader can be a thing without you mm-hmm. knowing. Yep. Because... Until it might be too late. Yeah. Because, like, you've... <laughs> You're working together. and But, then, but I might not be. And then I might stab you at the finish but even, line. But <laughs> even if you are working together... You can have like five cards in your hand and every single card you play, every single, all the text on every card, there's going to be something bad that happens to your opponent. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I, and that's the other thing too with those cards. It's like, you don't even have to show the cards. Some of them you don't. Yeah. And it's like, this is what the card says I have to do. Yeah. And it's up to your, your, I guess, friend to believe you or not. Like, and you might be sincere. It's like, you it tells to... me I have to hit you for one uh, hit point to avoid yeah. this. It always tells and you what like, has to happen. the truth? Like or... three damage points need to be given, but it doesn't say, but you don't have to say like, oh, it has to be divided equally, but it, right? or it could it's be like, like oh, 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 it says you have to take three. I, I don't have to But take then they three. might be sincere too. Be yeah. Like, it tells me I have to dish out three points and it, it yeah. can't be me. So it has to be you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> you're totally like not trusting each yeah. other. And to, oh. But then you get to the end, you're like, oh, you were on the level. And you're like, yeah, it was like, a, right? And that's the whole thing about it. It's like, they, oh my It's goodness. just so clever and so well thought out. Yeah. And we played it several times with two and And three, with three, yeah. And they were both great. And it has a online soundtrack. I was just going to say, it has yeah. its own soundtrack with like this noir, um, I say like Super 30s, noir. 40s. Yeah, 20s, yeah. 30s. 20s, 30s, Ultra yeah. Ultra noir soundtrack's great like just... sad lonely saxophones in the middle of the night with pouring rain yeah and your street lamp yeah it just sets the theme like Very. the tone for the theme really well yeah. so that's like I, those types of things really bring a game to life for mm-hmm. me and um thoroughly have enjoyed playing mantis falls yes i agree yeah my number eight okay um okay that was your number eight so my number eight, I'm going to also jump in to, no, I'm not. I'm going to go this direction. This is actually a 2022 game. Um, and this one we played relatively late into the year and we only got to play it a couple times. And, but it really, really grabbed me. And uh, I, and I, I didn't initially think when I first heard about it, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, okay, I, I'm kind of here nor there about this one. Just, I don't know why, but I was just yeah. here nor there. I think it's a theme I've seen quite a bit pop up. Um, but then I'd heard tons of people talk about it and being like, this is so good. So I went and got it. And that is Endless Winter, the Paleo-Americans. Mm-hmm. 
This one, yeah, we got this in uh, November, something like that. No, I think this was, we got this like closer to the end of December, I think. It was one of the last review, or we didn't get to review it. No, because no. we got it late in December. That's right. We didn't actually get to we review it. We played this on our Christmas it. vacation, I think. We did. <laughs> we didn't even get to do a full-blown review. No. But I'm going to tell you, this game is great. Yeah. Um, it's a huge game. Like, holy moly, it takes yeah. up a lot of space. From well, not what I expected, there was yeah all sorts of things going on here, and it had sort of a uh, Terra Mystica kind of feel to it, where there was a few tracks that you had to monitor to, to move up in certain tracks, and mm-hmm. there was um, taking say buildings off of your board and placing them mm-hmm. out onto the I like other that. boards and things like, and yeah. revealing things off of your player board that that gain you extra bonuses and things like yep. that, right? So like the whole covered up stuff that you have to. Get out to get income to give yourself things, more yeah. things. So it felt very Terra Mystica-y to me, although it's not Terra Mystica. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's not the same game, just similar No, but it has, a, it has some similar kind of things going on in it. And I really liked it. I liked the, the player or the um, action selection mm-hmm. um, where you can always take the same action as each other. But if I get there first, I get a bonus. A bonus, yeah. yeah. So it's like, but if you need to do that action where you need to go get meat or whatever it is. Yeah. You can go get the meat. I just, you just don't get the extra bonus that I got. Yeah. And I really just enjoyed it. I, I liked dealing with all the different things. I liked all the artwork was really nice. The components were great. It was a, it was a big surprise for yeah. me because when I first saw it, I was like, okay, like this theme has been happening yes. a bit lately. Um, prehistoric, but not prehistoric whatever you want to call it well they're like it, it seems similar to like like the same kind of theme as paleo yeah and... exactly mammoths cavemen yeah that theme had been done quite a few times recently in the last yeah five ten years um and i just was kind of yeah and here and there about it but man did it surprise me i really liked it all the hype about it was really true yes i really enjoyed it i would like to play it again uh, soon and i think we should do a full-blown review on that but um it was really good whether we get to that i'm not sure but yeah you hear it from me it, it's very good i really liked endless winter the paleo americans um and i did i say where that's from no um, i don't think so anyway it from i'm lost on that is it lucky duck might be lucky duck might be that's right you can matigo no Fantasia? Fantasia. Fantasia games. Oh, it's, well, to, truth be told, uh, Lucky Duck and Madigo also have uh, publishing rights on it. Okay. But yes, our version is Fantasia games. Uh, uh, yeah. The Endless Winter. I really liked it. Okay. That Very would be good pick. eight, right? Yeah. Okay. There you go. That is a really good, good game. I enjoyed it too. I did really like it. I really liked the art on that as mm-hmm. well. They, the artist did a great job. Oh, yeah. All right. My number seven comes from Thunderworks Games, and it's a smaller game, Mm -hmm. and I can't get enough of this game. I love it. That is Ten Penny Parks. Oh, yeah. Ten Penny Parks. I, Yeah, I love it. I think this game, ever since I saw it on the pre-order with that Vincent Dutrait art, and just bright, vibrant, I'm like, what is this game? And you're just trying to build... Like the different, um, like a carnival town. So like yep. different kind of theme parks in, in the town. And it's a 
um, one of those polyomino games, yep. but with a twist. Like in this one, you're not trying to bunch everything together. Mm-hmm. You can't have your tiles touching each other. I love it. They can only be like tip diagonally yep. tip touching. Like that's it. Yep. And it's so yeah. It's it's such a different take on polyomino yeah. where you you're not fitting them together. You yeah. have to have them spaced out. Yeah. And oh yeah, it's great. And I again every time I play this every time. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm going to just math my board out and maximize it and do yep. it perfect. And every time I have to cut down trees and yep. do that. And every time you don't. Nope. You, every <laughs> single time, you don't, you, I don't know, you maybe cut down two trees in like your entire game. That's my game. last hope. Like I, whenever I play 10 Penny Parks, it's like I'm, I'm, because you have to use an action. If you, if you trees. cut down trees, you use an action, but then you have more space to you build. Do, but I try to make it work with whatever trees are out there. I, I try to squeak it. my parts and, and, and little buildings in between all the trees. Yeah. So I, I don't waste any turn or actions on cutting down trees. Yeah. And it really usually works out for me. Oh, <laughs> and this game is so fun. Like it's just, it's one of those games where there's always something you can do. So yep. If you don't have enough money, you can go to the bank and get some money. If you um, need to cut down some trees, you can go to the arborist and mm-hmm. cut down some trees. You can... There's always an but action for you to take. The thing about... There's those tracks at the bottom where, uh, depending on how mm-hmm. high you are on those tracks, determines certain bonuses you get, which is also first player. Exactly. And first player is huge, huge. in this game yeah. because you can get that one... They have building that you want yeah. at the price you want because then you you also have the power to spin the yeah there's like a circus tent merry-go-round like that you've actually like a physical one that, round yeah that determines what every stack of cards is is worth yeah so whatever whatever theme park the amount like whatever it's gonna cost you mm-hmm. like it's either gonna cost its face value or it's gonna um, there's gonna be a one or two dollar discount or a yep. one or two dollar increase. And, and you, you get, get to, to spin it that how you want. the card you want. Yeah. And like, oh my goodness, that's a lot of power in that game. Yeah. So that's, oh, I like it too. I, I yeah. really like Ten Penny Parks. Ten Penny Parks. It's just, I, it's, that's one where I saw it. it I feel like that's kind of what um, Crescent Moon is going to be like for you, where I saw it. I'm like, I'm going to love this yeah. game. And I did. And you did. You, you did. You were all over that game. You're yeah. Like, I wanted this. I want, and you pre-ordered it, I think. I did. And, and it came in and you wanted to play it immediately and we yeah. did play it. And it was great. Yeah. It was really good. I love it. And it's simple. Simple rule book. Yep. Simple teach. It's easy to play and great, great at different player counts. Mm-hmm. And it's just as quick at different player counts. Like it doesn't slow the game down. It's just, yeah. Ten Penny Parks. Fantastic. Number seven. Awesome. Um, okay. I'm going to do my number seven. So this one is a game that came out in 2021 as well that we didn't get, I believe, until February or March last year. And this is one of the best card games I've played in a long time. And it was unique and amazing cool artwork. And it was simple, um, but just a cool spin on dueling card games where well what game am i talking about <laughs> radlands and this one from roxley games amazing game holy moly this game was great it's yeah. it's the cool thing about this is like you are uh two warring post-apocalyptic uh tribes i guess you yeah. want to call it and you have a camp 
And so and my camps are represented by three cards. Yeah. And I get those cards at random and they, they, your camp is built of three different buildings and like they have strengths and weaknesses to them. And the whole point is that you want to come over and destroy those. And I want to do the same thing to yours. Yeah. And then in front of those camps, you have cards, you have spots because we have these cool player mats that yeah. we, uh, we also bought. Um, you get to lay out cards in front of those to try to defend yeah. those uh, you have like uh, buildings. A, up to like a three by three grid, like in yeah. front of... You can and, get three cards up from each camp. Yeah, so you can build them out mm-hmm. towards each other and you line up your defenses. Mm-hmm. You have like, like a deck of cards. But you the thing about it, the cool thing about it is that you, you draw from the same deck, deck yeah. each. So I'm drawing cards off the deck and you're drawing cards off the deck. So you're kind of um, like luring characters to my yeah. side, right? So I might this turn get this cool character that's this big juiced up guy with a flamethrower <laughs> yeah. right and like he's on my side for this game and i put him in front of this camp so now you have to deal with him before you are able to attack that camp and yeah. so forth i just love the idea of drafting from the same or like drawing yeah it's not like we deck. each have the same deck and it's just a matter of when am i gonna get this character no, you get and a so starting like, who the heck am i gonna get because it's a big deck too it's like huge. you never make Tons it through the cool deck stuff in it ever no and the that's the cool thing you, you use water as your resource and you yeah. use water to pay to put out certain cards and because it's post-apocalyptic everything yeah, is the water like, is thematic yeah and the characters are hilarious the artwork is great oh my gosh the artwork drawing, is so great yeah drawing from the same deck is a really neat idea yeah. where we each have a starting hand but the rest of it is a total gong show yeah. you don't know who you're going to get or what you're going to get and how you're going to lay it out awesome game that box art is it's amazing awesome. it's yeah. a white box with like uh like a black silhouette but highlighted with like Purples neon neon pink and blue mm-hmm. and oh gosh it's, it's so super good. yeah and the play mats that we bought um separately are just as cool looking There's yeah one that's red and green. About, i think i got those straight from roxley because that's you the did, only yeah. way i could get them yeah because we didn't get the kickstarter this this is we yeah got the retail version and then we bought the extra stuff afterwards yeah and yeah it's really good but yeah we that was a 2021 game that we didn't get until like yeah. march or whatever it was so that game was excellent really liked it good choice yeah radlands that was number seven eight. seven 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 <laughs> all right my number six comes from druid city games and that is Wonderland's War. Nice. This game, again, was like the box art just drew me in. Like, what? This big Cheshire cat face. And you knew Wonderland's War, it's going to have to do with Alice in Wonderland. Yes. And I didn't really know what it, it was that, um, you know, Wonderland's kind of not wonderful anymore like there's no, no wonder left it's like everything is kind of normal there's no pizzazz in it anymore it's kind no, of everyone's depressed and, it's just yeah and, and so angry. you're you're trying to to get it back to mm-hmm. being it's you know normal wonderland and it's just so neat and i remember um looking at this and saying i think i think i want to get this and and then scott said i think you guys would really like this game yeah, <laughs> and right. i think that sold you on it Hundred percent. He's like, you need to buy this game. And like, I already wanted so it. So I bought it on the spot. And then he said, you need to get it. So yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah. The stars have aligned. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like, you just go buy this. You're gonna love this. He's like, this is a quote unquote Rob game oh. or whatever is what he said. <laughs> and um, and it's fantastic. Just, yeah, not wrong. yeah. I like simple things that are just unique to this game that I love. So you're you're at the Mad Hatter's 
tea party. Yeah, you're at the gigantic. You're at the table. Tea table. It's yeah. a big table. Every character is going um, clockwise around this table, mm-hmm. unless you're Alice. Alice goes counterclockwise. Yeah. And so you're like you're picking up. You're you're going around the table trying to collect cards. So you're deciding how many spaces you want to go because mm-hmm. you can go as many spaces as you want. But then it'll determine what you're picking up. And so you might have to skip over some good cards in order to get that really juicy one. But then chances of those other cards still being there, who knows? Um, And then when you get to the end of the table, you have to, there's, you know, you have to do something before you can go around again. So it's usually like a little bit of a detriment and it's just different. And you can get completely differently. You can get extra characters from, um, you know, in the game to help you out or from the, from the story to the Tweedledee and Tweedledum yeah. and you can get the Caterpillar and you yeah. get all these different characters to come help you do, fight different fights. And, and you're just trying to gain control of like the different areas of Wonderland so mm-hmm. that you can make Wonderland be what you want it to be. And yeah, it's, it's literally a war for, yeah. for Wonderland. It's just, yeah, the, the theme that was like, well, really? And then, yeah, it worked. And again, the artwork. This is one where I was like, I don't artwork know if I really is- like that artwork. And then... By the second time I played, I was like, this artwork is awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, my mind changed on that one. I, yeah, Wonderland's War, number six, fantastic game. Love it. Uh, Okay, I'm going to start, or I'm going to list my number six as our first crossover game. Ooh. Yeah, so our first crossover game is a game that I... Um, I would love to put into my top five. I just can't, just can't. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's so good, but there's just so many good games. And this is a 2021 game. It's a game you already mentioned. That's Mantis Falls. So good. Oh, I loved this game. This game was so everything good. I hoped it would be when I heard and read about it being this two and three player hidden potential hidden trader game. And like, what, how is this going to work? I just loved what I was reading being like, okay, yeah. like I'll, I'll see how this goes. And it was so good. I loved it. We talked about it at length already. So, um, yeah, I agree for all the reasons we talked about. This game was so much fun and yeah, I loved it. And that would make my number six just outside my top five. So we are going to move on to our top five right after this. Maples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay-and-play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7pm. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty then, here we are, and we are going to be doing our top five games from 2022. Do you want to start us off, Anna-Marie? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, number five. My number five, again, technically 2021, but we didn't get it again until 2022. That comes from Rebel Studio. 
and that is Meadow. Oh, yeah, right on. I I know I think I liked this one a lot more than you did. Not that you didn't like it. Oh, I liked it. But I think I enjoyed it a lot more. I don't, like, I just enjoy playing games, and I, so this is going to sound weird, but I really found this game calming and relaxing. I. Yeah. I don't, and I don't usually feel that way with games because I'm usually like, oh, I got to do this. I want to, you know, how can I, and I'm always thinking about it. And I was in this game as well, but this one was just, you know, like I, I thought the artwork in this game was so pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, it was such pretty artwork that I was like, oh, I'll take that card. Well, that one would have worked, but you took that one. Okay, well, I'll take it from this slot. And See, I found it the opposite, where I was like, oh, she took that that <laughs> thing I really needed. And uh, and then you'd be in the spot that I wanted to be in, like you put your thing yeah. down, because you had to do it by the grid. Or yes. Right, you have to go on this side or that side. Yeah. Because you'd have to save, because you, you had your little markers, right? Yeah. That would say, like, um, I don't know, how, how did that work? The numbers. Like down your number three, had to go in the number three spot. Well, and, it's just that you would put it on the row or the column, but it would be, if you put it here, oh, then you'd have to go, times. you have to go three in. Right, To pick right. up that card. Pick up that card and from this angle. If you put it from. the spot that I wanted, I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So it's like, but there are different actions you could do and you're just trying to have the most exciting or see the most things, most nature um, nature's elements on your walk. So the most, di- the different types of birds and different types of animals and, mm-hmm. you know, like just, uh, yeah, super cool. I think this game was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed Meadow. Right on. It's my number, my number five. Okay. My number five. So this top five is really hard for me. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to just go with my gut here (laughs) as to which one I think is my number five. And I'm going to go this way. Um, This one is our second crossover. Oh, oh, man, I think. This one is, as you said, from Druid City Games. (laughs) And that's Wonderland's War. Amazing. Such a good game. Yeah. The first game in my top five. This game was really good. Um, I loved the theme. I loved the artwork. I loved the mechanics of the game. I liked going around the table, picking up the cards that you needed and trying to take over certain areas of Wonderland and then going there to those areas um, in a certain order and fighting it out with all the different characters. After you do the whole pick up your cards going around the table, then you have another completely other phase. Yeah, like the war phase. The war phase (laughs) where you're going to all the different areas of Wonderland and like battling it out. and you know what the the one thing that we didn't mention earlier on that was really cool about this game that i've i don't know if i've seen before and should be in so many more games is the bystander thing yes that if you and me are fighting and scott's at the table he can bet on who he thinks yes, is gonna it's win so cool and if he gets it right he's gonna get a bonus if he gets it wrong he's gonna get a negative effect but that just never happens in games mm-hmm. where the other people that are sitting there. It totally keeps everyone involved, yeah, even if they're involved not in involved. Every battle. Yes. So even if you're not fighting in that particular fight, you get to bet on it. Who you think yeah. is going to win this one, just judging by what you're looking at and what you think that they might have in their hand or whatever the case yeah. is. And this game, too, you're also um, you have your own board that you're trying to like fill up mm-hmm. and to to give you bonuses at the same time. Like, yeah, there's there is a lot going on in that game. It's very good. That's just awesome. 
we I remember we played at Scott's and we had two games of it going we simultaneously. Did. <laughs> we brought our coffee. Our coffee and, and his they coffee. Had... <laughs> we had two four player games yeah. going and oh that was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I love Wonderland's War, so that's the first game into my top five of twenty twenty two. Nice. Yeah. All right. Now my number four. Uh this game I played uh will be played at uh Shucks mm-hmm. for the first time. And we played it at Shucks and then we came home and we're like, I need this game. <laughs> oh, I know what this is. And, uh, and we had to search for it mm-hmm. and we haven't done a review on it yet because we were going back and forth saying this game's amazing, but I don't know if it would be fair to do a review on something that people can't like, can't find. Yeah. So completely we, unavailable. we might still, because you never know, hopefully they'll oh, do like another Kickstarter on it, but it wasn't, pressing oh. at the time because no one could go out and get it yes anyway. but this is it comes from el dorado games mm-hmm. and it is the age of atlantis yes this i love the atlantis theme mm-hmm. i i have um uh atlantis rising and i love that game it's yeah, one of your favorite games yeah and this is a totally different type of game yes. with like <laughs> there's nothing <gasps> nothing like even it even close to it and that. No. this one you've got like um it's like a, a circular board mm-hmm. and it's, you've got Atlantis in the middle and you're kind of, you're trying to go farther out into the city, but you can only go farther out when your characters are Atlantean. So you yeah. have to upgrade them, upgrade them from just like the city dweller to an Atlantean. Mm-hmm. And then as you're going out, like you've got these mechs that you're, that you can work with. That's the tech from, you know, mm-hmm. the Atlanteans and how you can you're trying to upgrade those things. Every player there is a, um, you have like your own asymmetric kind of player that you can, or play, uh, sorry, asymmetric kind of power that you can play into. Yes. And which you should, which you should. Mm-hmm. and, um, try figuring that out is a feat in itself. Like just figuring yeah. it out, how to, how to play it properly. But, um, you have the, like your Atlanteans and your city they're dwellers, the, they're, they're represented a, by those dice. They have dice that mm-hmm. have, you know, different types Pictures. of faces on them, mm-hmm. like the happy, sad masks, those yep. drama masks. And you like just move, you flip them. Okay. And now I have one. Now I have two. Now I have Atlanteans. And now they're like. Yeah. And then whatever face they're on is the amount of actions you can take because you're, yeah. you're spinning them down. So you're making them work. Right? Yeah. So you spin those dice down. It's like, well, do I want to make this dice do one action or two? If I make it do two, it's going to turn into a sad um, Atlantean. Because you've overworked them. And they've overworked them, and then that's going to have a negative effect for you. But if you're able to do all the actions you want to do and keep them all happy, then you're kind of at a wash for the round. And sometimes it's worth making them sad. And, oh, yeah. And then you can... There's time and a place yeah. for overworking them or not. Yeah. Because you also want to... Because every round they're going to spin up one, right? Because you so also... If you, yeah. if you leave them like don't overwork that one or don't even work them at all. They're going to spin up and up and up and, and then they're going yeah. to become like super Atlantean. Yes. And they're going to be able to go further out into yes. the board and do better things for you. And, and all the while you've got like, um, like Greeks or Romans, yep. like trying to come in and, and attack the city. That's the thing. It's the tower defense thing going on. Kind yeah. of like, um, uh, what's that one? The kids play. Oh man! Oh yeah, I know the ones with like the goblins the castle, and the castle, castle panic? panic, castle, castle panic. panic. Yeah, every time we do that, yeah. we're like, what game is that? <laughs> yeah, well, it's the same thing where they're coming at you from all different yeah. directions, kind of at random. Yeah, and they're slowly moving their way in closer and closer to the board. Yeah. And the thing is that we're all working 
against each other. But you game, have to but sometimes you also have work, to work together with each other. Yeah. To stop the, the yeah with a bad uh, bad guys, guys from getting in. there and, and destroying your walls. Because if they come and destroy your walls, then Poseidon, who's like got this, mm-hmm. you know, he's in the center of your board. He's he can flood that and destroy everything like, there. It'll because he'll be angry. You've angered Poseidon, mm-hmm. and he'll flood it. So all of the characters you have on there, everything will get wiped out. Yeah, all your infrastructure, all your yeah. characters, everything's gone. And yeah, that's catastrophic. Dire. Yes, for you. So it's so it's yeah. There's a lot going on in this game, and great. but it's fantastic. I agree. Oh my gosh, I love it. That is the Age of Atlantis, my number four. Look forward to. I say look forward to us doing a podcast. Look to see that there will be one coming soon. Yes, there will be I butchered one, that. I don't sure. know how I'm trying to say it, but hopefully I've got in the future there, yeah, in the next couple months probably you will see a review of yeah. that on here, a full blown review. Uh okay, so my number four is a game again that we just played recently that mm. really, really um uh it blew away my expectations for how good it was i thought it was going to be fine and it was like so much fun <laughs> and that's star wars the clone wars oh, um the the pandemic that was 2022 i totally didn't even think about that game on oh, here so oh my good. gosh that probably would have been on my list right sorry it's to so spoil good. it it's I'm not a crossover i didn't you know what i i was i just missed it that's all it was oh, man this if game i would have remembered it's right there yeah, I yeah. <laughs> right up on her. There's too spot, much for me right? to look at yeah, in, in this room. Here, but fair. yeah, that would have been <clears throat> on my list. Something would have moved. I love that game. It was so good. It 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 it's from Z Man Games and it's based off of the pandemic system in a in mm-hmm. to a degree, but it, it works so its well. Thing. Yeah, where you're you're playing as a Jedi, I'm a Jedi, you're a Jedi, and we're trying to uh, take uh face off against one of four different villains from the Clone Wars. And and I'll say it's the Clone Wars the animated, animated series, series yeah. not the Clone Wars movie two no episode no, no. two. So it's this is based off the animated series. Yes. So uh, if you haven't seen Which that, is great. This, a you lot of this it. game might be lost on you. But um, I feel like we've mentioned it in this podcast before we've mentioned too. Mentioned it for sure. You should go and watch it so if you good. haven't. We'll say it again. It's fantastic. It's really good, <laughs> and this game is really good because all the cards are all the different clones. All the individual clones are represented. Yeah. Like. Tons of them yes. are represented in this game and you're collecting them and they're using them to fight droids and, and eliminate uh, blockades and fight and the droids the, uh, fight are the, getting the main villain. Seated out onto the board every turn yeah. that they're what's spreading, not a pandemic, right? Like not a plague. Yeah, it's kind of the, the spreading influence of the, the droid armies. Yes. And oh, so, so good. Uh, highly recommend it. If you like pandemic in any way or if you like Star Wars, the Clone Wars in any way, this game is really good. Oh, I wanted to put this in my top three, but I just couldn't. I'm so annoyed that I... that this. <laughs> I thought this might be your number one, honestly. I... Um, oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of where I would place it, because I... Yeah. It, it's right up there it. with me, too. Yeah, it's really good. So that's that just would be com- my number yeah. four. That's just a complete slip of the mind for me. <laughs> Star Holy Wars, smokes. the Clone Wars from Z-Man Games. Yeah. What's so your number good. three? All right. My number three comes from uh, AEG, Alderac Entertainment Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, designed by John D. Clare. Uh-huh. That would be Ready, Set, Bet. <laughs> I have yes. a feeling this may be a crossover coming up, but... We'll see. Ready, Set, Bet. Holy Dinah. This is a game where it's like the more the merrier. It plays up to nine people. Yep. And 
it's a horse racing betting game. You've got one person who is the ho- who, who's playing the horses. They're rolling dice yep. to determine which horses move, how far they move. Um, and while they're doing that, they're commentating as if they're doing the announcing at the horse race. And here mm-hmm. comes number four and up from behind is number seven. And, you know, so they're rolling fast. They're moving it at the same pace while they're doing that. Everybody else is betting on the horses they think they're going to come in first or second or third or if they're going to place at all. If they're, you know, um, and as the game goes on, as the rounds go on, more things get added. You get individual things you can work towards. But there are arms flying everywhere, placing bets and like, oh, I just wanted to put it there, but I missed it. But then that horse might stop getting rolled. And so, (laughs) oh, this game was an absolute so great. I, I fully agree. Ready to say bet's fantastic. So good. <laughs> it's really, really good. Yeah, that's, uh, I love it. And it, just getting the, that large group of people together and playing, it's so much fun. Ready, set, bet, horse racing awesomeness. Agreed. Uh, okay, that's I'll mine. go to my number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three comes from AEG as well. <laughs> and it's not ready, set, yeah. bet. It's dead reckoning. Yeah. Um, And this is a pirate game. It's like a... It's Pirates the Game, right? It's really Yeah. Funny. This is from John D. Clare as well. And uh, yeah. I can't this... believe he had two smashing amazing games in the same year. Like, he did. Amazing. He's got another couple coming next year. Yeah. Really good as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, we had the pleasure of meeting him down at Shucks. And yeah, he's certainly one of our favorite designers. Dead Reckoning was a blast of a game. Yeah, that card crafting, the card crafting system where you take so your crew cool. and you're editing your crew to make uh, you get to make any character you want. There's about nine different characters or something on or ten or twelve. I don't mm-hmm. remember how many it is, but you have all these characters and you can upgrade them and and each one of them, even like the just the 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 guy you know uh, mopping the deck. Yeah, you can you can make <laughs> that character pretty powerful yeah. if you like to. And so it's not all about just the captain or the yeah. whoever, right? That's all that you can just oh, absolutely. pick a way you want to do it this. It kind of determines what um, like what route you're going to take as you play the yeah. game. Like, are you going to lean heavily into this? Well, then you want to upgrade this character. Yep. And, oh, it's fantastic. It's, it's really good. So you're just pirating. You could be good. You could be bad. You you're sailing your, the open sea. Yeah, you put your flag up and declare that you're a pirate. And yeah. You're, you're going to be attacking someone else. And then when you do attack each other, you have the, the, the giant boat dice tower that you dump all the the, yeah all the cubes into and they go spilling out into the ocean and that represents how the battle went down and oh it's so good dead reckoning awesome yes so good ag home run from john d claire excellent choice yep love dead reckoning that's number three what's your number two anna marie my number two is our third crossover all right this comes from roxley games Radlands. Cool. I love Radlands so much. I think this game, the thing that just gets me on this game is how chaotic it is. Yeah, it's great. And it it just, I I see a card and I'm like, you, you played that card and it, it was better for you than it was for me. How Mm -hmm. is that fair? And just coming to the realization that that's what this game is supposed to be. Like, it's so good. Because then you're like, oh, well, that makes sense. It's post-apocalyptic nonsense. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And it and the game makes sense, and it actually balances itself out because they're always tight, tight, tight games. Mm-hmm. And it's a two-player game. I, I don't know if we mentioned that before. It's 
Yeah, it's a, it's a dueling two, card game. Yeah, yeah. Do, okay, so you said it that way. Yeah. But it's amazing. And I just, yeah, we, we talked about it before, but so much fun. Um, yeah, Radlands, my number two. It's really good. Um, okay, so it's kind of a coin flip for me for my number two and my number one. Oh, yeah, these are all, um, this whole top five. These top three were yeah. particularly difficult for me. So I think I have to go this route. Um, yeah, I have to go this route. So my number two also comes from AEG and John Declare, <laughs> and that's Ready, Set, Bet. So, so our fourth crossover. That's our fourth crossover. So Ready, Set, Bet just misses my favorite oh. game of the year because uh, it's almost like a tie for favorite game of the year. Oh, because for it's sure. Like, it's its own thing. It's like... There's it's no other that, game out there like no, it. No, and it's, it's in that party category. Right, and it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, the only problem with it is there's not... You need to get that many people you together. You have to have a bunch that's, of players to play yeah. this. And I'm not saying that's a problem. No. But this game is like just a The hair. problem is that you want to play it more. I do. I <laughs> want to play you... this game all the time. Uh, yeah. But it's not really feasible. Yes. Um, but when it does come out, it's an absolute blast. I love facilitating the game just as much Me as betting on the it's game. It's just as fun. And yeah, it's everything I hoped for. As soon as I first saw it, it's like, this mm-hmm. is the horse racing game I've always wanted. Oh, and so it's, good. It's just great. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It just missed my number one spot yeah. for this year. Oh. So two home runs for AEG and, and John Declare. Oh yeah. In 2022. But I, Amazing. I totally agree with you that like my top ones, they could all be yeah. like, interspersed. If I have to put it there, it's just by a hair, it misses my yeah. favorite game of the year. Yeah. Ready, set, bet. Number two. What's your number one? Okay. So you've beat me out with crossovers because this is our fifth crossover. It is. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This comes from Arcane Wonders, Mm. Foundations of Rome. That's your number one, eh? Holy moly. (laughs) Cool. I I just, that game... And like like I said, so what many did I say, of these. Number 10? So it was my number ten. It was your number ten. Yeah, okay, cool. But these could have been in like any order. Yeah. But this one, I just, I've played this one with so many different people, mm-hmm. and I've I love it two player. It plays just as quickly at three or four player. Like mm-hmm. that hour time limit. I'm just like, I don't get it. That hour time limit works at all player count, mm-hmm. and it's easy to pick up. And you just, it the way that they had the actual buildings that like the miniatures that they used for the buildings are so nice, yeah. and they they fit they're they're like they're on square bases rectangular mm-hmm. bases so they fit perfectly into your grid, and the whole idea of just what am I gonna pick which card am I gonna draft like which grid coordinates you know so that if i have if i get these three together i can put out this building and then if i get that one i can upgrade that building to another one Mm -hmm. and and then if i put this building by that and i get this in there it's going to compound my points but i also need income and there's just the thought in that game is fun because it's it's a thinky game but it doesn't take a lot of effort so there's not like there's no ap you're not sitting there stuck you're just nope all right. No, it's okay. I'm gonna do that. What, what's your what your best option is yeah. at any given time? Because the cards are there, so you're like, okay, I only have this much money. So on my turn, if he doesn't take that card, I'm taking that card. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. And if he takes that card, if he doesn't take it, I'm taking that one. Yep. So like, you can kind of get ready for it. So you're engaged the whole time. Mm-hmm. 
And then I just, yeah, Foundations of Rome. I, that one that one made it up there for me. It is really good. Yeah. I did like it a lot. Okay. Then we are, oh, we're right at the end here. This is great, great timing. So uh, my number one is our sixth <laughs> crossover. Wow. Um, we were both wrong. Yeah, we were wrong. I'm not surprised, is, though. Yeah. We did like and enjoy yeah. many of the same games this year. And this one is what we talked about earlier that we played down at Shucks. That's Age of Atlantis. Oh, my gosh. And this game was so much fun. It was beautiful. It was just top quality, top to bottom. Um, I honestly thought that was going to be my number one when I was making the list. I was like, I think it's got to be Age of Atlantis. And I just kept playing with those four in the top. And, yeah. It's so good. So good. Um, this This is the game that I wanted scythe to be mm. mm-hmm. so this one i think this game pretty much replaces scythe for me like anytime you want to play if you had the kind of like if you wanted to play a game like scythe this game is the game i would play because it's you do have mechs that you can go and use to battle um you know whereas in scythe it's kind of like they're they're mechs out there but they don't really do anything we're in here you can get i had a mech running around the board that just annihilated yeah like these these invading forces and yeah and oh it was just so much fun i love the whole flipping of the dice to use those your your yeah. workers to you know if you can overwork them and and make that pay off yeah. for you in the long run or whatever poseidon changing direction poseidon like where mini, is he gonna go so yeah. cool it's a statue it stands about four or five inches tall in the yeah. middle of the board he's pointing with his trident into a certain area and that area is where you know that could get destroyed this round and oh it's just so good i loved it and then like you said that on our way home from from vancouver we were searching (laughs) far and wide couldn't find it anywhere and eventually found one copy that was being like actually i found you know maybe five or six copies on ebay that were being sold for outrageous amounts of money but i found one that was being sold for like a a fair a fair price yeah and i bought it and right now there are none available other than extraordinarily expensive versions of this game i really feel i i can't imagine them not doing a second kickstarter for that well i think there's big problems with the company though oh really yeah i i don't remember what the whole deal is but i think the company went under well maybe somebody will like purchase it or purchase the raise or something because that game is so good it'd be my goodness is it fun yeah um, so we do have a copy, and it's awesome. Yes. And it is the best game of 2022, in my opinion. Oh, it's so good. I, it's, and, yeah. I, but, I can't disagree oh, with man, that. It was tough to say, because Ready, Set, Bet, and uh, Dead Reckoning, and Wonderland's War. Yeah. And, and that Clone Wars, Star Wars oh my game gosh. was just See, and, so good. And I knew, this is when I knew you were going to have Dead Reckoning on your list, mm-hmm. and I just didn't know where to fit it in and i wanted our lists to be a little different so <laughs> yeah. i was like i'm not gonna put dead reckoning on there what same, same with whether you're not gonna put dead reckoning because i knew you were going to okay and weather machine as well mm. like those are two that i'm like i i figured both of those were going to be on your list yep. and i was like i have to i wanted to highlight make sure we highlight weather <laughs> like, machine I, w- w- I almost had popped out yeah yeah but you didn't but, no it's there so i, I got it, i got it, you figured that way but yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, Dead Reckoning was amazing. It I love that. I love the card crafting in that game. So cool. I loved it too. Yeah. So I think we're at just over an hour here. We'll gonna, we're going to call that an episode. And yeah, I think our next episode is going to be our top 
10 most anticipated games of 2023. Yes. I, I'm going to stop again because I'm going to say a couple th- games that I wanted to mention mm-hmm. that didn't make the list that were also extremely good. Um, honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. A little small game uh, called Solar Storm. Loved, oh, yeah. Solar Storm's great. Loved Solar Storm. Uh, Boon Lake came out. Merchants of the Dark Road. Mm-hmm. Um, Flamecraft. Yeah, Flamecraft. Transformers was fun. We just deck building that game. That well, that was a 2022, I think. Transformers deck building we played. No, that was the year before. But did we get it the year before? I don't know if we did. Mm, I think I, I think we did that. That one was this year, um, earlier on in the year. Um, and, but like, yeah, the Night Cage, like those ones that we my got. My father's work. My father's work. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought that was gonna be out there. This for sure. I yeah. Again, one that I overlooked. Not I'm not overlooked, <laughs> but just didn't remember. I no. thought, oh. I was wagering myself. I I was like I think Clone Wars might be your favorite, or my father's work might be your favorite. I totally forgot. Was, yeah. <laughs> but oh yeah, there's lots of good games out there this year, and yeah, I think our next episode will be uh, yes. our top ten or most anticipated, top 10, but our most anticipated games of 2023, whatever that might be. Yeah. But yeah, this is uh, that's it for this episode. We're we are going to run. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon uh, on YouTube. We have some uh, new unboxings on there. Um, the Meeple Dungeon. You can find us on there, and our our email is the Meeple Dungeon at gmail.com. So if you want to contact us, you can hit us up on there. Any of those things. Yeah, and we've got I think an unboxing coming up in the next day or two that we're gonna get on there oh uh, yeah we might we have, yeah. we have so many games here right now oh my we goodness. have like a multiple box unboxing we have multiple 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 box unboxings here <laughs> i mean so multiple boxes. boxes in a box unboxing. oh no that one <laughs> yeah we do have one box that's got a whole bunch of boxes in <laughs> yeah. It. yeah that'll be cool so yeah that's it for this episode we're gonna run we'll see you next week uh cheers see ya Bye-bye. have a great week everyone happy new year